listening to a corporate streets presentation. Welcome to the Powercast. The Powercast. The Welcome to the Corporate Streets Powercast. This is the podcast discussing the 48 Laws of Power by Robert Greene. And today you have Disdain That Thing, TJ. And this is Jaren. And this week, we are talking about the 36th law. Disdain things you cannot have. Ignoring them is the best revenge. All right, Jaren, it's your turn, man. Tell us what this really means. All right, so translation for this week is uh, from one of the greats in um, American negligence. Okay. And uh, and that uh, quote comes from uh, someone we may all know. His name is Jay-Z. And it is, the translation is, you got to brush the dirt off your your shoulders. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) <laughs> thank you jay-z okay okay you even went into character for that one yeah you gotta brush the dirt off your shoulders something might be bothering you man them haters are trying to hate on you you just gotta brush the dirt off your shoulders all right that works i'm with it you. i give us a few words from the og himself og robert green it's your boy <laughs> By acknowledging a petty problem, you give it existence and credibility. The more attention you pay an enemy, the stronger you make him or her. (laughs) And a small mistake is often made worse and more visible when you try to fix it. It is sometimes best to leave things alone. If there is something you want but cannot have, show contempt for it. The less interest you reveal, the more superior you seem. All right. So there's two things he talked about. He talked about a small mistake is made worse when you try to fix it or made more visible. Mm -hmm. And then he also talked about uh, if there is something you can't have, show contempt for it. So I have two quick situations where he's totally right. All right. So when I'm trying to get my my face fresh, you know, I'm saying I'm trying to cut my mustache, fix my beard up. I grab the clippers. I'm clipping away. Everything's looking good. Oh, man, wait. The left side looks better than the right side. All right, and I try to fix on it. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Now now, now the right side is, is different from the left side. Hold on, let me try to fix it. And next thing you know, you cut off your whole <laughs> you're hacking at it so much. Yeah, you got to cut the whole thing off, man, because you're looking crazy. You know what I'm saying? And that's a prime example of when you take a small mistake that would have been fine if you would have left it alone. Nobody would have noticed but you made it so bad that you made it more visible because you tried to fix it, and or, now you got to cut the thing. Or off. like, um, or like a, I just thought of this right before you started saying that, like a pimple too. Oh like, right, right. That's exactly right. That pimple was cool, or whatever. Yeah. Nobody was really paying attention to that pimple, but the more you pick at it, the more you try to press it together. Now it's all red and big, or you yeah. got a big hole in your face because yeah. you. You pulled the bulb out, right? Yeah, it was a small issue, but yeah, you just made it to something a lot bigger than what it was. Now it's exactly. infected. <laughs> now you gotta go. <laughs> now it's like three times the size it was. Now you gotta go, get, like, go to the doctor and get like the 
get a prescription for the freaking any uh bacterial whatever medicine yeah man now you need some antibiotics, antibiotics infected it. For. yeah yeah <laughs> All right, so that was the one. And then the other is when he talked about um, if there's something that you can't have, show contempt for it. Man, you at that club, you get turned. Or or no, no, take that back. Take that back because the club is just a one-time thing. You get turned down, the club is not so bad. What about when you're at work or at school or you're in a place where you see a person often? You go ahead and tell that girl or that guy how, how you feel about them. Mm. And then they kind of give you the cold shoulder, mm-hmm. right? Well... You got to show contempt for it now because you start looking crazy if you keep trying to assert yourself on that person and they already told you, no, nah, we good. I'm, I'm good on you, homie. Like, you keep trying her, you start looking crazy, man. You start looking desperate. You start looking like a weirdo, one of those stalker guys. So, so, so what if you... So, if you stop talking to them all together, well, should you stop talking to them all together or should you just kind of play it off as like, oh, you know, it's cool, no, no big deal and you just move on? And just keep talking to them like normal, because man, you could that's just a shut, tough one. You could just shut it all the way down. Like I'm actually in the in the middle of like a four month shutdown. Okay. Like I tried to get get at somebody and it didn't work out, and I just stopped talking to her for like four. And it's like <laughs> been going on for four months, like complete cold turkey. Don't even say hi. Don't hold the door open for her or nothing. Oh wow! So you gonna walk in the door? They right behind you. You gonna let it shut on them? Yes. Actually, you try to, you try to pull it closed to make it close right. faster. Like just hurry up and just slide through. <laughs> <laughs> like was it while it's closing? Yo, dog. Okay. I'm sure that's okay. not the way this law should be put into play. Nah, man. He says the less interest you reveal, the more superior you seem, man. Go ahead, close that door on but her, man. So I think she <laughs> I think that's overdosing though. Like. I think what what I should be doing is I'm like, oh hey, Casey or you know that's just a made up name, and I should just be speaking very. Uh, let's see, kind of like you would talk to like your great aunt or somebody. Oh okay. You know it should be like shaking hands, and you know it shouldn't be anything. Dang, you ain't giving you ain't even giving your great aunt a hug though. <laughs> you, know, you don't want to hug your old great aunt. <laughs> you don't want to touch that old wrinkle skin, nah. man. So <laughs> I, I don't think you should OD and, and be like, you know, completely shut down like I did. I think it should be somewhere more in the middle. All right. Well, let's get into the law then, man. All right. So the OG reminds us that we choose to let things bother us. All right. And the power play is to dis- is to deem the situation beneath our level and totally ignore its existence. That's the power play. So according to OGRG, if you don't react to it, it can't pull you down. You can't lose because you didn't engage in it. You know what I'm saying? Okay. How many times in your life have you told yourself that you wouldn't get involved in the situation, but you end up getting involved anyway, end up engaging in it, and it drug you down, whether it be the time consumption, the energy spent, the money, the emotional involvement. Now, if you didn't have that situation, you know what I'm saying? If you don't have that situation at the tip of your tongue, then just think back and think of any draining situation that you got. And think about if you had the option to be involved or not. And most of the time, you had a choice to be involved. So whether it's that person talking behind your back, 
and you went to go say something to him and now it turned into this big argument everybody had that as a kid right or that person looking at you crazy the fact is, is that person talking behind your back they can't harm you the person looking at you crazy they can't hurt you so don't even engage in it because it turns into something bigger yeah basically like say like you're in the uh you know your cousin's fighting and you like uh-uh don't jump don't jump it's one-on-one one-on-one but that one person <laughs> always got to jump in and then it turns into a big super royal rumble brawl and all you have to do is just let it be one-on-one but nope, yeah you got to jump no in. man somebody had to help yeah <laughs> And so just know, man, those times you jumping in to help your cousin, it wastes time, energy, and it's your own fault, according to the OG. It's your own fault because you could have just minded your business or you could have just not even tripped off the person talking behind your back or you could have just left it alone when that person was looking at you crazy. You didn't have to go and say, hey, fool, what you looking at? Because... That turns into something almost all the time. It turns into you getting knocked out on World Star. <laughs> World Star! World Star! Chill, 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 chill. <laughs> yo, 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 chill, 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 chill. You almost always hear that on World Star, right? Yeah, because they knock them out and they keep punching them, and then the dude got to run up. Chill, 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 chill. It's like the same dude <laughs> on every video who's like. <laughs> Yo, hey, chill, 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 chill. No, you know how it's the same dude on almost like all the movie trailers? It's that same voice. In the it's world. like that same voice. Yeah. No, wait, wait, wait. Chill, 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 chill. <laughs> Yo, he saved so many lives. Like, like people could have some real serious brain damage, but he always jumps in right in right on time, right after he they knows when up. to do it. I think he went to school for it or something, dog. He knows. He knows when those arms go stiff. Like if somebody's lying down and their arms are stiff and they like not moving and not changing the way. Yo, that's it. That's when they he jumps out. in. Chill, 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 chill. <laughs> Seriously. Now, I'm gonna paraphrase on this one from the OG. He said when you give a person the time of day. You become partners with that person because each person is watching and listening to the other one's actions and reactions. And in the end, you end up losing your whole initiative when you fight. You know what I'm saying? When, when you do that, because you're fighting uh, with that person and you're opening up yourself to their influence. So think about when you want to break up with a guy or a girl, right? And they're calling you and they're texting you, even though you told them it was over. Each time you answer the phone, you read and reply to that text message, you meet up with them at the coffee shop, you're opening yourself up, man. And you lose that initiative of parting ways. Mm -hmm. Now you guys are talking all night. You guys are draining energy about what she said or he said or what you did or they did and how you feel and they feel. And it's like, if you really wanted to be a part, you really wanted to break it off with that person, you should have just showed contempt and let it be. Hmm. Yeah. I have, I have no uh, response to that one. That's All right. So, so that, that, that right there was the truth? That was the gospel right there? I would say so. All right. That's what's up. And so, also, I got another example. Just thinking about, like, stars on social media when they read hate mail. Well, it could be hate mail in actual mail form, but who really does that? Uh, or it could just be on social media. They could ignore it. They could sit back and laugh at it. Or they could engage. 
And you can't beat them all, man. You'll spend a bunch of time and energy on something that could have went away if you just would have ignored it. But once you respond, though, you get sucked in and that other person, you know what I'm saying, that hates you so much or think you so lame. Now you're going back and forth with them. You're engaging. Yeah, Jaheem, are you listening to this? <laughs> Jaheem does that. He he'll like with his hair beef the um, a few months ago. You know how he yeah did yeah hair. he uh, he he started responding to everybody <laughs> who said something. Right, Dude had to be up for like seventy two hours, like defending, <laughs> just commenting to everybody yeah. back and forth. If you ignore them, you just shut them down, Jaheem. You know what I'm saying? Because they can't make you inter- interact with them, and they can't make you argue. They can't make you debate. They can't make you communicate. But once you get involved, you know what I'm saying? Now you're in that battle. Yeah. So it is what it is. Chill, and bro. So. If you want to take the offensive approach, see, Jaheen was taking a defensive approach, you know, trying to defend himself. If you want to be offensive, you need to ignore people and play that card of contempt. And then at that point, you make the rules and you decide, you know what I'm saying, what can actually offend you. You made the rule now. So you're kind of winning because the goal of that other person was to try to get you to interact with them and get your attention. But when you ignore them. Ooh, you you really get under their skin then. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. So that's the way to do it. Now, keys to power. The OG talked about desire and how if you really want something and you keep chasing it, it's even harder to capture. And this made me think about gambling. Have you well, you don't really gamble much. No, I don't. But man, if you lose some money and you try to get back and you keep chasing that win. You just dig yourself deeper and deeper and deeper. I was playing, uh, what is it? Is it roulette? I was playing roulette one time. Yeah, I think that's the game. That's the game where you put the ball and they spin it and you got to choose the number that it lands on and whatnot. Yep. And so I was playing red or black. And so I saw that it was like nine reds in a row or something like that. And so I was like, yo, there's no way that is gonna be red again so i bet like 50 bucks and it was red again and i lost 50 bucks just that fast Mm. so we went off and played some other games and stuff and came back and by this time i don't know it was like 30 minutes later something like that it was like 16 reds in a row it still haven't went black and so i bet a hundred i'm like yo there's no way because i'm trying to get my 50 dollars back right so i bet a hundred dollars that it was gonna be uh red or excuse me black and dog it was red again and so i'm looking at this i'm like okay there's just no possible way that it can be red again so i put another hundred dollars down and it was red again and i just wanted to blow my brains out (laughs) you know what it was red like 17 times straight dog it was bad i lost 250 dollars in less than three minutes it was bad you know, you know what? It, I, I just, I just had, um, I just, like you telling me this story just reminded me of something. So I first thought about I learned how to play roulette in the ninth grade at school, Mister Bill's civics class. Oh yeah, didn't he have like a little casino thing? He did a whole casino where he taught us how to gamble. He, I remember him distinctly saying. 
you know, uh, where's the black woman? Where's the red woman? And saying stuff like that. Yo, that's correct. So I just, I very vaguely remember that. But when you when you said you learned how to play in ninth grade, I was like, yeah, I think he did have a whole casino there, didn't he? He taught us how to gamble. Wait, 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 wait. In his defense, y'all, he also taught us how to how to. Well, he introduced market. us to stocks, right? Mm-hmm. He introduced us to having a job and getting married and getting paid and how to pay bills and all that stuff too. And then to, I guess uh, then how to gamble it all away by betting on. <laughs> <laughs> no nah, man, civics or gambling is a part of American civics, dog. It's a part of it. So he taught us all. He taught us how to do it all. Uh, I wonder if that was part of the curriculum for real. Like I don't know if they knew that he was doing that. Because he was no, really come, into it. Like, I remember him yo, really being into it. Come to find out, like, he's probably, like, a terrible gambler, though. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he probably has a really bad exactly, habit, yo. Because he, like, his, lo- his eyes were lit up, and he was really <laughs> into it, dude. Yo, his eyes do get big for stuff that he's interested in, though. That's <laughs> right. funny. So, um, so, basically, I was chasing after that $50, man, and I ended up losing 250 I just made it a whole, a whole lot worse because I was desperate and I really wanted my money back. And I should just cut my losses when I lost, man. I should have just took that L. You should have just called 1-800-BETS-OFF. <laughs> now, the OG also said that the more interest you show, the more you repair the object that you desire. And he spoke about uncontrollable desire and how it makes you seem weak and thinking about that now for me i'm thinking that uncontrollable desire is almost the definition of desperateness though that's still right? that, that that's, i mean that goes back to your gambling thing i mean you're there's an uncontrollable and you're weak whoa 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 whoa, whoa 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 hold on hold on uncontrollable uncontrollable was like yo after i ran out of well, after i okay. ran out of my pocket money i went to the atm after i ran out of, i'm trying to put rings and watches well, yeah that's what i'm saying i was up. i wasn't saying your situations specifically i was just saying that's gambling to or uh gambling addiction to the next level that's true example of this that's true and and that right there uncontrollable desire for me is a definition of um of desperateness however the og gives us the answer bro he says the power play is to turn your back on what you want and so this basically helps you not look desperate <laughs> so so but back to the the uh, previous point um also like chasing a girl you know you can go and you start uh singing songs and writing poems you showing up throwing rocks and pebbles at her window oh this is after she already told you no right and exactly you're still she doing told this. you no you stalking her on facebook it's just completely taking you over and so to this next point you really probably should just be ignoring her and well we know what sure your back yeah you like pardon my back you know what i'm saying but i ain't looking at you no more we done you start posting up posting up pictures with you um and just your hands with like somebody else <laughs> like right having good times with with new friends <laughs> right but the, you you never show their face though there's right. <laughs> a little candle there and so basically turn your back on what you want just don't look desperate man all right now the the next key that he gave he being the og that is the next key that he gave was pretty interesting he says that if ignoring someone or something makes you appear strong then engaging and committing gives you the appearance of weakness so if you're paying attention to something that's unworthy and weak and weak then it makes you look weak 
You know what I'm saying? And the example I got for that is like French Montana when he was arguing with that girl on Twitter. Oh, yeah. Remember he was arguing with old girl? Yeah, yeah. So she didn't like his style. She was basically calling him lame and said that nobody cares, right? Mm -hmm. And so, I mean, who is she? She ain't had no followers. She was pretty much a nobody in the social media realm, okay? And so when he went ahead and engaged, it made him look weak. And then related to that, another thing you got to be aware of is that if you totally annihilate this person or this thing or this situation, or even if you barely beat this person or this thing or the situation, this unworthy and weak opponent, you just overpowered them. And now you look like a monster. You just overtook the underdog. So when French Montana went in on her and called her nappy head, Yo, everybody went in on him because why you got a clowner like that? Why you talking about it like that? They're watching every move you make because you're overpowering the underdog. Right. And um, and of course, I have to come with the sports reference of the week. We, we, we. <laughs> um, we can invest in a real echo, dog. You don't really have to do your own echoes, though. Like, we can really get you an echo. I could do that if you want. <laughs> so, you're blowing the team out, right? Yep. And it's a team, you know, you already knew it was going to be like a stats game. But the classy thing to do would be to go ahead and run out the clock. You know, don't call timeouts. Don't keep shooting three-pointers. or Nah, nah, nah. It's two seconds left. You got the ball. Fire up that three like the Warriors did the other day. (laughs) Pulling up for 40. (laughs) (laughs) And you got to nail it, too. You got to nail it. Yeah. So... You you probably don't want to do that because again you don't want to overpower somebody who's obviously inferior to you. Yeah, it makes you look weak, or it makes it look like you have some type of uh, desperation, or you're trying to really prove this point. You look desperate. You look weak. You look sad, man. You look like something's really going on. You look like you have a lack of confidence. Now, as far as ignoring someone, I've seen somebody, uh, our boy Stefan, did this back in high school so i told the story once about how um there was they were there was these two friends having an argument about this girl and would they uh knock it down or whatever and right. the one friend said nope her shoes is dirty yep and the other friend's response to that was i'm not effing her shoes <laughs> so so um it didn't immediately end that friendship didn't immediately end right then so we had like a clique of friends so we would all be in a group talking and then the one friend said he's not effing her shoes he'll walk up and the other friend would literally turn his back to him to kind of block him away from the group and keep talking (laughs) and that eventually put that other friend on the outs to where he didn't even hang with the group anymore yeah so pardon my back you know what i'm saying yeah he literally showed him his back <laughs> i've never seen anybody do that before <laughs> i've never seen anybody do it since so. i tell you what you try that in jail you might get exactly what you're looking for you know what i'm saying right. so top tip from the corporate streets don't go around showing people your back all the time <laughs> and definitely don't do it in jail. Definitely. <laughs> so instead of giving your issues that kind of shine, 
you want to give this aura of contempt or simply just hate on it. It keeps you from looking desperate. And the OG gave us a couple of tactics on how to do this. So the first one he talked about was the sour grapes approach. If it's something that you can't have, you can't act like, or excuse me, you can act like you really didn't want it anyway. Just act like you really didn't want it anyway. You know what I'm saying? I, I really wasn't feeling that anyway. Okay. You ever had a situation like that, Jaren? A million times as a kid. You know, they always go, oh, I ain't want to go play with, you, play with you anyway. Or, 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 you know, adults do this in stores. They go into a store and things are too high. Like, ah, it ain't really nothing I like in here. Nah, some stuff you like in there. <laughs> you just ain't got no money right or now. Or your car gets rejected and it's like, <laughs> the car gets declined. It's like, you know, I ain't even need that no way. <laughs> like, dude, you don't have nothing to eat for dinner. What do you mean you didn't want it anyway, yo? That's crazy. I need to go home and cook anyway. Yeah, yeah, but you ain't got nothing to cook. That's why you were at the store in the first place. You got that rice? Okay. Got that rice and peanut butter. I'm sure you can make something with that. All right. So the second tactic is if you're being attacked by somebody that really isn't on your level, <clears throat> rather than giving that person attention, act as if you didn't even notice. Act like you're unbothered or hasn't even registered against you. Like, man, he ain't even talking to me. I ain't even paying attention to that. Can't be talking to me because he ain't calling me by name. They ain't looking at me. Mm-hmm. Look at all these lame I guys. I know he in ain't here. talking to me. He's like, nah, he ain't even talking. See, no. Nah, so if you do the, I know he ain't talking to me. You know that that fits you. You know that it registered oh, yeah. to you. That was to you. It's kind of like you just turn your head, act like you ain't even hear it. No, nah, it's like like when uh, somebody like in the movies and when the person like punches somebody like in the face or the stomach or something and that is completely unfazed. <laughs> right. so the person that got punched uh, immediately gets like a big increase in power and the person that did the punching you know now they're like oh man I messed up cause he's like yo I just gave it all I had I, I just hit him with a, with a shovel he was like un, un, unfazed yeah I've seen that <clears throat> I've seen that on World Star somebody got hit with a shovel and the dude like kind of grabbed the shovel and started beating the other dude down Oh, dude, that's scary. <laughs> like, you hit somebody with a shovel and they didn't go down. It's like, what do I do now? Like, you're literally stuck because you're thinking about what your next move can possibly be. You had no next move. You expected to land out with that <laughs> shovel when they. Yeah, man. Law of power. You got to plan all the way to the end. OG told you to plan to the end. Yeah. What if that shovel don't phase them? You got to hit them again. Yeah. Another key point from the OG is that if you make a mistake, make less of it. By treating it lightly. And I just had this happen when I was with my wife in Jamaica. So we had so she has an iPhone 7. The iPhone 7 is water resistant. Okay. She had one of those waterproof cases on it though, so she can have it around her neck. Mm-hmm. But in this situation, she had it around her arm and ended up breaking the waterproof case. The phone went flying, fell into the 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 river. Okay. It was only like three feet high. And it's a bunch of people there. Which is and we're more trying than to f- enough to yeah. kill a phone. <laughs> yep. And so what the iPhone 7 is supposed to resist that three feet for 30 minutes. So anyway, 
Really? We're looking around for it. It was gone. Yeah, it, it is. Hmm, okay. And so we're looking around for it. Couldn't find it. And we finally found it after about three minutes of searching, three to five minutes of searching. I think it's more like three minutes. It seemed like five minutes, but it's like three minutes of searching. And so we could have made a big deal about it. And if we would have made a big deal, everybody would have made a big deal. But I jumped out there and said, oh, it's cool. It's, uh, it's water resistant. It's no big deal. And so I took it out of that case and I put it in my back pocket and I kept it moving. So since it was small potatoes to me, it shut the entire conversation down. It shut down all the whispers. But on the inside, though, oh, I was sick. Yeah, <laughs> I was sick because I put my phone in water before and it, I pulled it out. Nothing's happened. I've taken pictures underwater before, video underwater before. Nothing's happened. This phone is getting hot in my back pocket. Like it's, I got on, I got on swim trunks. It's burning my butt. It's burning my butt cheek. And I don't know why it's getting hot. I took it out of my back pocket. I'm just seeing the Apple uh, symbol, and so it's like restarting or something. And I'm like, man, this ain't good. This is not good. I'm gonna have to do an AT and T. I'm gonna have to pay this deductible. Yo, All right. so I played it like it wasn't that big of a deal. Nobody asked me about it. Well, actually, at first, people was like, "Yeah, your felt your phone is your phone." I was like, "Yeah, it's cool, man. I, it's 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 water resistant. It's no big deal. Cell phone seven is good." But deep down, I knew that it was all bad. <laughs> but had I made a big deal about it, more people would have made a deal about it and kept trying to talk about it and ask me questions about it. And yo, when a problem happens, you make a mistake, you don't want to talk about it. You don't want people asking you about that mistake. You want to shut it down. So the way to do that is make it lighter than what it really is. And I've done that. Um, I do that probably often, actually, where something that happened and it probably bothers me. And I would tell the other person, like, you know what? It's cool. You know, basically like a mistakes happens kind of thing. But my intention when I do it is to make them feel better to right. put them at ease so like if i'm coaching you know my kid's football team and then and the kid makes a mistake it's like all right that play is over it's no big deal you know we'll get him back the next time even though he just threw an interception <laughs> it's like only two minutes left you're like you know you're obviously really shook inside but you got to let them know like that that it's not the end of the world and you can move past this Right. So that's true. When I do, when I use it, it's normally for the sake of the person, you know, the other, the other people that are on the To outside. try to keep them calm. Right. And make them feel better. Yeah. So on the flip side, according to the OG, and this makes sense, making excuses or denying the mistakes will make the situation much worse. Right. So if, if there was a mistake that happened, trying to deny it or trying to say that it didn't happen or make excuses for it will make it much worse. So if I'd have made the excuse like, oh man, y'all thought it dropped in the water. It didn't really drop in the water. You know what I'm saying? It, 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 it wasn't lost. It was cool. We tried to do that. Everybody's looking around like, what is this fool talking? We were searching for it for, for five minutes. What does he mean it wasn't lost? You know what I'm saying? It'll just make the situation much, much worse. Oh, my phone didn't even get wet, y'all. It, it was cool. And everybody's looking around like, yo, it was dripping water when he took it out of that bag. What is he talking about? So don't get caught up like that. You make a mistake. Make it look like it's not that big of a deal. Don't try to make an excuse for it. Don't try to lie about it. Just chalk it up and make it look like it's not that big of a deal. And that's about it, man. The moral to this law, from my perspective, is that, man, if you make a big deal about becoming offended, it shows someone that they were successful at getting at you. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Getting to you. Mm -hmm. 
ignore it, show disdain for it, and you appear more powerful, the problem will likely go away soon anyway. Usually. Now for the reversal. <laughs> now I just told you to don't even worry about it, right? The problem will go away soon. Right. You got to use this law with care, man. You got to use it with delicacy. Because showing contempt and ignoring people, I know we talked about it going away, but some situations, that time is only going to make it worse. Okay? I'll give you one good situation. You ready? I'm ready. If you think if you think you're going to make your bills go away by ignoring them, <laughs> you got another thing coming. All right? You'll definitely lose that battle. That credit card bill is just going to grow more and more interest. You can't ignore the IRS. They're going to find you. That phone bill is eventually going to get shut off. That water, all that. So you got to pick and choose what you're ignoring. You got to know what to ignore. Right. And if it's issues with other people, if that's what we're talking about, you ignore them in public. But you make sure you watch their moves in private, though. Make sure you're keeping tabs on the situation so you can act accordingly. So if it starts getting out of hand, you can react to it. You don't want to turn your back and totally be blind. You might get knocked out. You know what I'm saying? You get hit in the back right. of the head if you do that. So if you're going to turn your back, you make sure you're listening out because you can't see them. You make sure those ears are perking up and all that good stuff. Pay attention, man. Keep your ear to the street. And here's another example. I'm quickly. Uh, I've actually used this example on the podcast before. And um, it's from the movie Conan. So James Earl Jones rode through this village, saw Conan's mother, pretended like he wasn't going to kill her. Then he turned around and one swipe chopped off her head. Oh, yeah. He wasn't even ready for it. And instead of instead of killing Conan, he decided to take him as a slave and let him push this um, this wheel of pain is what we'll call it. And Conan pushed it for the next 15 years until he turned into Arnold Schwarzenegger and then in the end of that movie, he came back and killed James Earl Jones. <laughs> there you have it. So, there so you have it. what should have, should, so what should be happening here is, um, law 15, crush your enemy totally. Don't yep. give him the opportunity to come back and True. chop off your head and it falls down. And then even with this law, I mean, he let the dude live and made him do that will of pain. Yeah. But tur- don't turn your back like he's never going to come back again. You act like in the public that is nothing to you. But you pay attention to how how diesel this kid is getting, man. Right. You killed his mother you, in front of him. <laughs> and then, <laughs> right. And then you turned him to a slave. And then he turned into a 6'4", 240-pound Austrian man. Like, you don't you do not do that. I just No, man. Crushing enemies totally, people. All in all, the key to this reversal is understanding the difference between the fly that's buzzing around and getting on your nerves and the snake that'll swallow you whole. You know what I'm saying? Know the difference. If it's a fly buzzing around, all right, you know that it can't harm you. You know, eventually it'll die or it'll fly off. But a snake, you can't turn your back on the snake. That thing will swallow you whole someday. So just make sure you pick pick your battles accordingly. And the fly that's can also lay, the, the fly also lay maggots. So that's <laughs> so kill the fly. All right. So this has been another episode of Corporate Streets Podcast. And as always, we encourage you to go and copy your own copy of Sir Robert Greene's The 48 Laws of Power. Get the audio book like we're listening to, or you can get the regular hardback book um, with pages and stuff. Whatever you do, please support Robert Greene, because as you know, Robert Greene likes to ball out. 
and I heard that this week. Now I mentioned before that he got this one uh, pool with like golden floors or something like that. Well, now he's decided he wanted to fill that pool up with alkaline water. And oh that's, man, that's not cheap. Yeah, that's pretty costly. So please, he needs your support. And just because you get Robert Greene's book doesn't mean you don't need us anymore. Just like listening to us doesn't mean you shouldn't go out and cop Robert Greene's material. All right. Think of it as Robert Greene is like that pool of alkaline water mm-hmm. that we know that he's going to get. Right. Okay. It's, I mean. You know the water tastes good. You know it's healthy for you. You know it's refreshing on that on that really, really hot day. Right. We're like the water slide to that pool. You know what I'm saying? We compliment that thing. That pool was good the way it was, man. It was perfect. But we make it more fun, man. You know what I'm saying? We compliment what he got going. Yeah. And only Robert Green would get like a, uh, like a slide for his affinity pool. So... <laughs> <laughs> Or he's kind of like those golden crispy fries from Burger King. Just perfectly salted right out the grease. And we're like that zesty onion ring sauce. Okay. I, just put I haven't a, even tasted I was that. Say I just put a lot of people on to something just now. You, yeah, you just put me on. I got to try it. Get the zesty onion ring sauce for your fries. It'll change your life. Yeah, man. Because I always chose Burger King fries over McDonald's anyway. Yeah. Absolutely. Burger King fries is killing McDonald's. <laughs> All right. And next. Um, oh, so uh, if you have any questions, um, feel free to send us an email at thecorporatestreets at gmail.com. It's Corporate Streets with a Z. We're also on Facebook and the Twitters. And uh, we also have our podcast. And on the podcast, we talk about all kinds of stuff. We talk about like our trips to uh, Memphis and Jamaica. I know that's very far apart, but you know we talk about the kind of stuff. Yeah, man. We talk about who's the goat. We talk about everything. So check out the Corporate Streets podcast. Go check us. All right, and next week we have Law Thirty Seven, and that is create compelling spectacles. All right, now. All right. So this has been another episode of Corporate Streets Podcast. This is the podcast for people that are feeling like a pimp. Okay, wait a minute. You might have to edit this, okay? (laughs) Oh, come on, man. All right. This is the podcast for people that are feeling like a pimp nigga. Go and brush your shoulders off. Ladies is pimp too. Go and brush your shoulders off. Niggas is crazy, baby. Don't forget that boy told you, get that dirt off your shoulders. Dirt off your shoulders. I'm saying, get that dirt off your shoulders. All right, yeah. That's it. Peace. Yep. (laughs) Peace. (laughs) It's your boy. Rock. Hove. and goal attainment. Thank you for listening to the Corporate Streets, 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 the Corporate Streets.